With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't got distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Remember when Week 17 used to be the end of the season? Oh, God. What what a sad and miserable life we used to live back then. Well, when it, you we, know over what? Now. I need that extra week. I want more weeks. I you Let's know play football every day of the year. We're going to get a Week 19 because I don't think the league is going to be cool with the reason why I don't like week 18. Well, if we're going to get a week 19, my even numbered brain will have to go to week 20. No, 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 no. Week 19, meaning no, no, you no, play I know week what you're saying. 18. You play 18 games, but you go to 19 now, week 19 schedule. But I'm just saying, and then it will only be a matter of time before they just let's make it all nice and round. It's 20 week schedule, 19 games for each team. But I don't like the odd number of games. That's what I'm So we're to... stuck. We either have an odd number of weeks or an odd number of games. Damn it. I don't like I don't like the odd number. Just of, play every every day of the year. Three hundred sixty five games. Make it like baseball. Well, here's the thing: you could have a week twenty, and then ha- you then you implement two buys. Two buys. This is going to happen if you do that. You'd have to any players' union worth their weight would have to work that into the negotiation. But I think that's where we're headed. I think we're going to keep expanding. More, more, more football, more, more. I it's really like that, hope. I don't like mind in Star 20. Wars when Kylo Ren's like more, <laughs> more. I don't mind twenty weeks if there's two buys. I, if there's two buys, if there's twenty weeks and nineteen games, I hate it. No, twenty weeks and two buys makes the most sense because then it, two buys gives you a little bit of flexibility. Yeah. Put some extra London games out there, maybe you know, oh, yeah. maybe a couple Thursday nighters here and there, maybe a double header on Thursday night because you got that double buy that you can work with. Uh, here's one thing that. I, Keep an eye on the future, by the way. This talk of expanding it and they're playing games on every day of the week has me intrigued. Christmas is on a Wednesday next year. Oh, are they playing Un- an NFL game on Wednesday? Undoubtedly. I'm excited to find that out come the schedule. Undoubtedly. Release. That'll be in around May. We'll find that out with the schedule being released. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Undoubtedly. Like, come I, on, Tom. I'm you know just, the answer. First of all, we're going to get Wednesday night football at some point in the future. If it's on the, Christmas, it has to be it. And they already tested it with the Ravens and Steelers with the COVID, the COVID rescheduling. They've already done a, a Wednesday. Is COVID the best game. thing that happened in football? No, don't say that. No. We don't want to be on the record <laughs> to say that. But it gave them an idea for sure. It gave them the opportunity Tuesday, to Tuesday, Wednesday, this. and Friday. Have all been played. Well, Friday's been played, but with the Black Friday game that they have but now still, established. But still, Friday that. was. Friday had a couple of games in that COVID year too. But Wednesday, man, like Wednesday's the middle of the week. It's just how do you a... differentiate one week from the next? I don't if know. you have seven days. But it's going to be really exciting to see if they decide to let's just let Christmas go, or if we're going to have at least one NFL game featured on that Christmas day. But that's a while away in an off-season episode topic to dive into. Week 17 happened uh, Saturday night, Cowboys-Lions. Uh, just because we're a few days removed from that doesn't mean I'm not going to get my takes out on what garbage Brad Allen and that referee and crew is. Um, 
here's the deal. And and rightfully so, demoted out of refing a playoff game too. Is that even enough? I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let me tell you something. I, it's that's the minimum that should happen. The good news is, you know, you know, yeah, this could have really screwed the Lions, but the Eagles they play the Cardinals and the Giants, so the Lions aren't going to get the two seed regardless. So I mean, yeah, that sucks, but but oh wait. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. the Cardinals beat the Eagles. Now the Cowboys are probably going to get the two seed in the NFC playoff Because picture. the Cowboys, all they need to do is, is win. win. They win the division and, and you, they win they the two seed. They play the Commanders. Yep, they're going to get it. They're going to get the two seed. They're going to win the division. That should have been the Lions. And don't tell me it's not a big deal because that means that not only is the wild card game in Detroit, but the divisional round game is guaranteed to be in Detroit as well. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's going to be in Dallas from or the rest, in San Fran. Yeah, it was gonna. I, I assumed it was going to just default into Philly, and then Philly loses. And then I look at the playoff machine, and it's like, it's Dallas. It, it the team that benefited from the screw up, and I don't think it was fixed. I don't think that Brad Allen's rooting for the Cowboys. I think he's literally just incompetent mm-hmm. and literally just screwed up as a person. But because of that incompetence, Dallas is now going to get the two seed. And Jacob, I said this last week. A five seed Dallas, they might struggle a little bit in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. but I'm only giving them one win. A but a two, two seed Dallas, Dallas, they could get to the NFC Championship game yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, is that ref crew? I I don't know what day of the week it's announced when ref crews are assigned to games. I'm assuming like now. I'm I'm guessing it would have to be early in the week. I don't know for and sure. Those guys have to travel. We'll have to ask Labs on Aston answered. Put. Excuse me. Put that, put that guy on like, I don't even know, Carolina, Atlanta, just something that does not matter, right? Like next week, put him on the Jets and the Patriots. Yeah, because they're or the both NFC eliminated. South games. I don't want Can't put him on the near. NFC South games, Jacob. They mean something. The Bucks and the Saints are, are both playing the, for are something. Are the are the are the Falcons eliminated? Uh, yeah, Falcons are done, but the uh, Falcons might not be eliminated. Either way, the Bucks and the Saints are playing in separate games. And right, because they just played this past they week. They both need it. Mm-hmm. I know the easiest path for that is the Bucks win against the Panthers and they get the a- 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 NFC South, mm-hmm. despite losing to the Saints last week. But but regardless, put them on one of those games. Put them on just a uh, an Island of Misfit Toys type of game that means absolutely nothing for the NFL this year. But, man, it just rubbed me the, the no, wrong no, way. No, it's terrible. That the Lions, and, and, and you know, people saying, well, why were so many people going up to the ref to pretend that they were reporting eligible? Because that was part of the deception. That was mm-hmm. part of the trick You got to keep them guessing. You right? got to make sure Dallas doesn't just know, oh, 68's automatically the eligible receiver. Like, just guard him. Like, and Campbell saying, we told you, Brad. Like, I told you before the game that this is the trick play and this is what's going to happen. And then I see the footage of Jared Goff pointing to number 68 in the huddle. And telling him to go to the ref and make sure that you report as eligible, like any really good quarterback should do on a play like that. It's just, you know, I trust my teammates to have their ducks in a row, but I'm paid the big bucks to make sure the ducks are in the row no matter what. He did. Like, everything was perfect from the Detroit side of things, including the execution of the play, and the thing that fell off was the execution of the referee. And that is inexcusable. He legitimately just brain farted. Right. And then he said, well, 70's been reporting as eligible all game, right? And I saw him run onto the field, so it's got to be 70. And they like, had mentioned earlier in the game, it's been now, Dan Campbell said that 
pregame, right? You go out there and you tell the refs, he hey, we're he, doing this stuff. And- that's why he was screaming at him. We told you, Brad. Mm-hmm. We told you that this was going to happen. It didn't matter. And it, it, it costs them big time in mm-hmm. Detroit. And like you said. And by the way, it would have been Dallas's first and only loss at home this year, too. And Dallas. like you said, it, I mean, it definitely should have been a loss. The Lions deserve to win that game. I mean, dude, it, it just it makes me so mad because now we're setting up. We're, we're literally going, because this is how the NFL works, right? When controversy happens, it almost certainly plays out the way that the NFL would wish it didn't. But we are headed towards the Lions and the Cowboys taking care of business in the first round. And guess what? You got to go back to Dallas instead of hosting that game in Detroit. Even though you beat Dallas, and we all know you beat Dallas, we all saw it with our eyes in mm-hmm. Dallas, you got to go back there again. And try to do it one more time in one of the toughest places to play in the NFL this and year. And the crazy thing is, is what you just brought up. It's not that one team was unaffected, right? Like the Lions were playing the Bears, and the Bears just were like, "Yeah, okay, we whatever, won this we game, whatever." It, yeah. And the the Cowboys are the benefit. No, it initially, it benefited the Eagles at first, and then when the Eagles lost, the Cowboys were sitting right there waiting. And yeah, now, the team I mean, that benefited from the call is the team that will benefit in the long run if that team can win this week in Week 18. And then moving on to that, I mean, what the heck happened to the Eagles, man? I mean, uh, you— Not just, just this week, Tom. They, I think they've lost four of their last five games now. And remember, they were up big on the Giants on Christmas Day, and then you blinked, and then or you went upstairs, you got some eggnog, and you came back down, and it was a two-point game in the fourth quarter. So they struggled there, and they lose at home to the Cardinals at home. Well, so that's what everyone was saying is that you had that murderer's row of Cowboys at home, Chiefs on the road, Bills at home, Niners at home, Cowboys on the road, Seahawks on the road. You no team is going to just win every game every one of those games by 40 points. You had to win some you were going to lose some of course. They won the first 3, they lost the next 3, but then they got back on track with the win against the Giants. Yeah, it came close, but what happened, Tom? They won the game. You can't lose to the Arizona Cardinals at home if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. You cannot. You just had to beat them and then go on the road and beat the Giants one more time, and you win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And you get the two seed. you're going to get the two seed because of what happened to the Detroit Lions in that game. Um, you know, actually, I think the tiebreaker, even if the Lions had won and you just won out, you were still going to get the two seed if you're the Eagles. And instead, you are... You're going to be the wild card. I mean, like you just laid out, the Cowboys play the Commanders. Now it's on the road, and the Cowboys suck on the road, but the Commanders suck so bad. There's just no way the Cowboys... I say that, and the Cardinals just beat the Eagles, and the Cardinals already beat the Cowboys this year. But come on, there's no way the Cowboys lose to the Commanders, right? Like, with that much on the line. So Cowboys are going to get this division, and now the Eagles have gone in a five-week period from being undisputed number one team in the NFL. Looks like it's their year to win the Super Bowl playing on the road to open up the playoffs. It's been a bad month and a half for the Eagles. Terrible, terrible, terrible month. And now, Tom, I'm not even confident they can go into New York and win. Despite, I'm, I'm not saying that New just York because they're a broken team. Just right. Because they, they, and it's not, it's not to say the Giants are trending in the right direction with Tommy DeVito. With Tyra just, Taylor now. It's right, back, it's right, back to right. Tyra Taylor. Um, regardless. I, it's not. It has nothing to do with the Giants' play. It has everything to do with the wheels falling off in Philadelphia. Well, the Giants should have beaten the Rams last week in uh, that game. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument the Giants should have been two and zero in these last two weeks against Tyra the Taylor Eagles and just against totally beefed it on the two point conversion attempt to Saquon. I mean, he easily should have walked into the end zone there, passed behind Barkley, cost the Giants that game. So yeah, you know what? 
Giants are a five-win football team. Could have had six. Could have had seven in the past couple. Mm-hmm. There's talent there. They just went to the playoffs and won a playoff game last year. So you're right. Like if the Eagles are as broken as they seem to be, it's not like you just go into the Meadowlands, beat the Giants. Who? Yeah, you could still. Who? By the way, you know how teams? I said in the year, like when teams are bad, they check out at some point during the year. If there's any point to check back in, it's that last week of the season. Oh yeah, where it's like all right. Yeah, and on a good note, last right. day of school energy, uh-huh. right? Like I'm, right. I'm feeling good. Let's beat the Eagles. Have a good taste in my mouth heading into the offseason. So you're right. Like the way this Eagles team looks, it is not a guarantee that they just beat the Giants just because, you know, they're the Giants and they're the Eagles. Yeah. It's... And, and and I'm not picking the Eagles to lose to the Buccaneers or the Saints in the first round of the playoffs. But this kind of Eagles team with this performance going on the road to Detroit, going on the road to Dallas, going on the road to San Francisco mm-hmm. in the f- second round. It's almost like they played their playoffs. and Philadelphia is now looking at an uphill battle to get back to that NFC title game, to get back to that Super Bowl. You know, this this showdown between the Niners and the Eagles seemed inevitable for most of the season. And now I'm leaning towards Niners-Lions, Niners-Cowboys is one of the more likely scenarios. This has been a really, really, really shocking collapse from the Eagles lately. Yeah, and we saw. And what worries me too is that we saw what happened when the Eagles played the Niners earlier this year, like a thirty-point game, right? In Philly, right. So now you'd have to go to Santa Clara, you'd but have like to who go can, out like, to the West Coast? One, I don't expect Philly to get there. Two, if they get there, it was a twenty-point game the last time they played in Philadelphia. It could be a forty-point game if it's played in San Francisco. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Uh, so the Bills beat the Patriots, took care of business there, uh, set up that showdown with the Dolphins next week. And speaking of the Dolphins, good Lord. I mean, good I mean, Lord. We're talking about the Eagles having the wheels fall off. I am ready to say, I, I am willing to bet right now, Dolphins are going to lose out on the division this week, and then whoever they draw in the first round, I'm I'm not gonna pick them to win their their playoff game. Well, you just you wait. Know, is, are the are the Dolphins the Dolphins are for sure they're in. They're yeah, in. Okay. Yes, they made the playoffs. Yeah. It's just a matter of wild card. Well, then I don't care. I, I, it doesn't matter to me who they draw. Well, I don't think they're gonna beat the Bills, so I think they're gonna have to go on the road. And Jacob, you know, I didn't expect them to win this game against Baltimore. I think Baltimore's the best team in football now, and they're playing for a lot. They want to win the one seed and not have to play for anything the next week. So. Ravens are going to play hard. I didn't think the Dolphins were going to win. A loss here in, in Baltimore wouldn't have really derailed their season in my eyes and, and wouldn't have changed anything for that game against Buffalo and Miami next week until you lose 56-19. to 19. 
And then right. it's going to take a lot of good coaching from Mike McDaniel and that staff to keep these guys focused and to to get that taste out of their mouth quickly, turn the page for everything. I mean, you're playing for everything now this week. Uh-huh. Um, and to lose in the manner that they lost by. And lose Bradley Chubb in the process. There is some damaged confidence in that building that needs some mending before you run out of that tunnel at the Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday night to potentially win the AFC East. And and by the way, I mean, the team that is falling back compared to the team that is surging in these kind of scenarios, mm-hmm. the team that is falling back is almost always ripe to get just popped in the mouth by the team that's surging. Now, sometimes they, they kind of stabilize and they put up a good game. I lean more towards the Bills blowing out the Dolphins as the result compared to any other result in this game. Miami win a close game. I, I think Buffalo could win by two touchdowns. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, I, I don't know what the final score will be. If Miami keeps it competitive, good for them. I don't foresee that happening. But both of us on this podcast are thinking the Bills are going to win. How can you not? Miami has only won one game uh, against a legitimate team, and that's Dallas. And we know – I mean, if Dallas had lost to Detroit this week, as they should It'd have – and 10-6. I mean, we'd be saying, yep, that makes sense. Dallas, sure, you, you can win some games at home, but when you have to really win against a really good team at home, you're still going to lose. And they should have lost against Detroit. Uh, but obviously they came away with a win due to the poor referee crew. But like I was saying, the two biggest frauds in the NFL right now are, are Miami and um, and Dallas. You know who's a kind of a close third for me? I don't even know if you can call them frauds, but Kansas City. Frauds is tough, um, but something is up is what I would say with Kansas City. Uh, they did get the win, though, against the Bungles this past week, so... Uh, the chefs have clinched themselves another AFC West title. And I'm pretty sure the chefs are also, since they beat the Jags earlier this year, um, I don't know if the Colts or the Texans can screw this up. I don't think they can. I think the chefs pretty much have the three seed locked in. Like, I don't think they can move up. I don't think they can move back. Regardless, Miami is completely fraudulent. They just lost their best defensive player on that side of the football. I don't respect them. I don't respect the Cowboys. But how can you say, given the way Miami's season has finished and given the the teams they have failed to beat throughout the course of their season, when they're going up against Buffalo, who's riding, what, a four-game winning streak right now? I I don't see how you can put the numbers together to say, oh, I think Miami's going to win that game. Only because it's in Miami? That's the only thing going for them right now, is that it's a home game. Other than that, every edge. Look who the Bills have beaten on the way. To this game. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Patriots against Bill Belichick. And now they have to play my... Like, I just don't... I don't see how you can say the Bills haven't done enough to prove that they deserve to be in this in this position to, to win the division. I think they're the second best team in the AFC I have for a couple of weeks now. and It's hard for me that. to say they're the second best. I know Josh Allen is really talented. Yeah, but they win this game and but they're, quite they're literally going to be the second best. They're, qu- they're definitely the second scariest. Best? I, I don't know. Baltimore's in a league of its own right now in the AFC side of things. But best, it's hard for me overall to really say, like, who's really second best to Baltimore? It's either Buffalo or Cleveland. And I know that you you don't want to hear that. But yeah, Cleveland but is definitely, you know what's Cleveland weird about definitely thrown themselves Buffalo's in. defense hasn't played great. Like, they, the Chargers' offense is non-existent. They allow 22 points to them. The Patriots' offense is, what, bottom two in the NFL this year? They allow 21 points by the Patriots. 
this past week. Yeah, but with Buffalo, it's not a matter of how many points did you let up. You know, like that never works. Yeah. They're just going to score more. Uh, we mentioned this, the Giants and Rams game. The Rams clinch a playoff spot by getting the win against they did. the Giants. Um, that's probably one of the more surprising playoff teams of the season. Because uh-huh. right? everybody I'm thought the, the Rams were not going to be much of anything this year. Yeah, I thought, I think I had them in third place in their division. But it wasn't like a third place knocking on the door of the playoffs. Like a five and twelve, six yeah. and eleven, something like that. Not, certainly not a playoff. Threat. A lot of credit to Stafford. Tons of credit to McVeigh mm-hmm. uh, and the defensive coordinator. Who I'm, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to look up who the defensive coordinator's name is for the uh, Rams. You know who I think it is? Yeah, Raheem Morris, the old uh, Denver Broncos Whoa. Head, or the Chargers. Correct? Was he? He was the Chargers head coach before. Brandon uh, they fired him for Brandon Staley. Um, no, I'm just completely backwards on Raheem Morris. Never mind. He was never the head coach for the Chargers. Uh, he was the interim head coach for the Falcons in 2020, and then he came to the Rams. But credit to him as a defensive coordinator because that is a bunch of young players on defense next to Aaron Donald, and they're getting the most out of those guys. So Hats off to the coaching staff in L.A., and Stafford is truly a legend, and I hope he plays Detroit in the first round because Stafford going to Detroit would just be I wouldn't great. want that because I, I think the Rams are no, a fun, rootable team with Stafford, but I don't want the Lions to lose. No, I want either I want of those teams. I'd be rooting for either of those teams in the first no, round. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know what you mean. I want the Cowboys to play the Eagles, two teams that I hate have to play each other, and then I want the Lions to have to play the the Rams, two teams that I love have to play each other. Who are you going to root for in Cowboys Eagles? The meteor, <laughs> the meteor to hit the earth. <laughs> um, so the Seahawks lose into the Steelers. Open up the door for Sunday Night Football. The league got a big favorite on there because that made Sunday Night Football's game a. a Massive game. The Vikings mm-hmm. or the Packers win out and you're in, starting with that game. Um, so Seahawks leaving the door open, and the Green Bay Packers stepped right through it, mm-hmm. uh, just trounced the Vikings. If you go back like the past five or six weeks, they showed this graphic on the game. Uh, Jordan Love's been the best quarterback in almost every statistical category in the NFL. I'm talking touchdowns. I'm talking TD to interception ratio. Yardage, he's up there in like the top four. So Jay Love has been playing some some real good football of late for Green Bay, and they get this win over the Vikings. And now Jacob, now, see if this reminds you of anything. Seattle needs some help, right, to get into the playoffs. Right, they need to win, and then the help they need is an NFC North team going into Lambeau Field and upsetting the Green Bay Packers. Last year it was Detroit, right, going into Green Bay. Seattle got in. Mm -hmm. This year it's the Bears going into Green Bay. Seattle needs the Bears win. It's different though because Detroit could have gotten in with the Seattle loss earlier. Not at the time. At the time the game was played, though, Detroit knew they were out. Right, but they were still on the cusp of making it to the playoffs. The Bears aren't. And I get your point. I get your point. The Bears aren't because they ran out of time, but the Bears are playing some really good football lately. And the Bears hate the Packers, I think. Is that right? I have to check my notes on that. I think that's a pretty decent, decent rivalry game there. Um, Packers beat the Bears in Chicago earlier this year to start the season off. So maybe a little bit of revenge factor mm. there, too. And here's one last thing I'll say about the Bears. Every year there's a team that misses the playoffs that kind of gives you go, oh, because they oh. played really well down the stretch, maybe made a push, but you're excited for their future. Last year, I think it was the Lions, and I think the Steelers actually fell into that category last year as well. 
Is it the Bears this year? Are the Bears that team that's going to fall short but kind of gives you go, oh, they're playing good football? I don't know because I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I think they got to keep Fields. He's playing so well. He's playing so well. You get a King's Ransom for that number one pick. But they were so obviously saying, you know what? Thank you, but we're just going to move on to the guy that we think is the for sure thing in Caleb Williams. Yeah, but you think he's the for sure thing where Justin Fields might have proven that he is the thing. But I don't... did it's, you see the fans in the crowd? They were cheering chanting for Justin keep, Fields. Keep, like, Fields, keep Justin keep Fields, Fields, right? Keep Fields. I think they're gonna keep Fields. I my move would be keep Fields. I'm getting a King's ransom for the number one overall pick. And if Caleb Williams is great, Caleb Williams is great. But I think I can make the playoffs with Justin Fields. Speaking anyway. of that, did you see the video of Tepper? Yeah, throwing the water, throwing the, yeah, the li- whatever is, cup. The is not gonna be happy with that. at Jacksonville. No, that's that's gonna get a lot of. Talk about a guy who messed up. Yeah, that's a with bad the number one overall pick. I mean, well, the, I, I thought you were just gonna say just messed up there because that's you can't not do that as mess, an owner. I mean, Tepper is just one of the biggest bleep shows in the NFL. Right? You want to smack a water bottle off the ground, throw it against the yeah. wall, throw an iPad. Whatever down, you're, do you're whatever. Upset. You're yeah. throwing it at the Jaguars fans, though. You're above that. You're an when owner. you're you a guest, you can't do that. You, you cannot do that. You have to be above that, and uh, the league is not gonna. You may not know what the league does to him because, you know, the rich people get punished behind closed doors, but something's going to happen. That's that's unacceptable in this uh-huh. league. And to not even, like, <clears throat> it was two days ago at this point. We have not seen anything. Like, the league saying this is bad. We, we will have an internal investigation, whatever. We've seen zero comments from the league in 48 hours. You won't either. It, it'll be... It'll be behind closed doors. But you don't even see like a, a statement made or something. Say, Maybe like, a statement. It's unacceptable. Maybe a statement. Uh, a statement for sure by Tepper. He's going to have to force an apology. They'll yeah. force an apology out of him. Uh, no question about that. All right. Talking about me- chance, how Chicago's chanting for Justin Fields to say every game in Carolina should be a sell the team chant for the rest of time until he, just he bought does. the team. Like Doesn't he matter. just bought the team. That's what's the craziest part Doesn't about matter. this. So I, I laid out that scenario uh, of Packers win and they're in. Do they? They play the Chicago in Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. I want to say yes. It's going to be close though, right? Like the Bears are going to put up a fight. Yeah, it's going to be a tight game. I want to say yes. I think the Aaron Rodgers arrogance really kind of casts a shadow on that team. You know, if you're Green Bay, you win and you're in. Um, you have Aaron Rodgers at your disposal. Well, how poetic. Second year in a row, it's a win and you're in game in your home stadium. You lost it last year with Aaron. Are you going to win it this year with Well, that's him? what I'm kind of like, saying. Like, Don't you think that they were overly confident last year saying, it's Detroit, we never lose to Detroit. We have Aaron We have Little Aaron Rodgers. Come on, he owns make, Detroit. He owns you know this division. You know what they division. were doing in Green Bay? They were, they were already rolling out that he did it again takes. Right. We were dead in the water in the middle of the season, and now we're dangerous and we're headed to the playoffs. What was that thing he said that one? He's like, relax. We're fine. Well, that year was real though because he did yeah. win like ten straight. Games. He got to the NFC Championship game right. that year, but uh, uh, th- that's what they were going with. They were like, "Here we go again, Aaron Rodgers, the Resurrection Act. Maybe he is back next year in Green Bay if he gets us in the uh-huh. playoffs." No. So, got- don't you think that there's sort of like a new air with Jordan Love at quarterback? Like, there's not that kind of overconfidence with especially Aaron Rodgers they, playing, especially because they kind of they they started out well. 
Then they kind of mm, fell off a little bit. Then they and surged, now, and they were kind of well, in the playoff picture. Then they lost those couple games in a row, though, remember? Mm-hmm. And kind of fell back out. Yeah, it's been a very Now they've down. won two more games in a row, put themselves right back into things. Um, so I, how could you not be feeling a little humble, right? You've had so many chances to kind of take this and run with it, and you kind of fall back each time to yeah. the pack. How about now this? It's, it's do or die. Now win and you're in. I, I think they're going to win. Their season has looked like this. They split the first... Or they went two and one to start. Then they lost four in a row. Then they won three of their next four. And then they lost two in a row. Then they won two in a row. There's really no sense of who this team is. Who do you want to see be that seventh seed in the NFC? I want the I want the play. Oh wow. Let me see. Between Seattle and Green Bay. New Orleans. Not New Orleans, not Minnesota. Definitely not Minnesota. I'd rather see New Orleans. Not New than Orleans. By the way, we were talking about it earlier. Atlanta, if Atlanta beats the New Saints Orleans, and the Panthers, and the Panthers beat, the beat the Bucks, the Bucks Atlanta, wins the, Atlanta wins the division with the losing record. So, yeah, so those, the Fox games are all matter. Right. Which sucks because that guy and his refing crew are going to be assigned to one of those games. Anyways, it's been, it comes down to Seattle and Green Bay. To play, let's just assume, to go to Dallas. That's what the, That's what we're looking at here. Yeah, I want it to be Green Bay. Oh, man. I don't know. Seattle has more weaponry on offense. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Pete Carroll going into Dallas might have a little something for him. It's Um, a toss-up. It is. I think I'm leaning toward Green Bay. But it's it's definitely a toss-up. I'm happy with either. I'm happy because Aaron Rodgers isn't on the Packers. As long as it's not the Vikings or the Saints or the Bucks or... I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Is there a scenario? Yeah. Wow! Oh yeah, my! That's how bad the, the NFC is. Oh well, my yeah, God! The, uh, uh, then we'll have then we'll have the Packers a and team, the Seahawks both lose. Then it opens the door. Then we would have a team with a losing record win a division, and, and a team with a, a losing card. record be a wild card team. God, the NFC is so bad. No. Why couldn't the Bucks just win last week and take care of all this business and? Like that was one of the more surprising. Well, that wouldn't matter because we would still potentially have a right, team with a losing record for the wild card. But still, we would have been a less of a chance of that happening, and the Bucks would have won the South. That was probably the more surprising outcome of the week for me. I mean, yeah. even more so than Cardinals it should, being it should the it Eagles. should be, though, because we trusted the South. We trusted the South. We trusted a team in that division to do the right much. thing. Right. They got blown out, though. Yeah, I mean, they, they did. Yeah, they did. Rushed by the Saints uh, in a home What was game. the score of that game? Twenty three thirteen, yeah. It was way And it was worse. in Tampa Bay. It was twenty three to nothing, I think, at one point in that game. It was twenty to nothing at yeah, one they point. They were getting handled. Twenty three to seven with Saints. three minutes left. I mean, you're not winning that game. No, you're not winning that game. This this is gonna be a lot of fun this week. We'll we'll keep you know, as the week goes on, talking about these playoff scenarios, what we think is gonna happen and of course talking about the Steelers against the Ravens. We'll have to keep an eye on things in Baltimore to see who's going to be playing for the Ravens as well. So we'll get into all that stuff as the week moves on. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. Always appreciate you guys giving us a listen. And this has been the Steelers Standard. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.